Welcome to the Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns. I'm Andy McNamara. On the line with me, Matt Florjancic from WKYC Sports in Cleveland. Covering the Browns, training camp is upon us. This is debut of season five, and we are so excited to have our terrific sponsor back, Cleveland Whiskey. You got to check these guys out, clevelandwhiskey.com, the different cocktails, the blends. I'm going to be going on a tour this upcoming week and show you all behind the scenes, all the great work they're doing in Cleveland. ClevelandWhiskey.com and at Whiskey. You hear him there in the background, the wind. He's out there. He's walking around. It's Matt Fleur-Jansen. Matty, how are you, buddy? Good, Andy. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm, I am excited because training camp means that the season's not that far away. I got my Madden 20 copy early, so I've been playing Madden. I've been getting going through the preseason with this Browns team. Very exciting. Um, take us through just quickly as far as big picture. We'll get to the events of Sunday because a lot went on. But the first few days of camp, what's been your vibe? You've been there covering. What's the, the vibe of the team, the coaching staff, kind of everything around this thing? Well, the first thing you get is that the defense is a little bit further along than the offense. Um, for some reason, the offense was struggling when they put the pads on. And we found out why after the first practice because – uh, they weren't able to run the ball as effectively in between the tackles because Kitchens kind of tipped off the defense uh, to where the ball was going in an ah. effort to get the offense to learn how to run when everybody in the stadium, including the opponents, know that that's what they want to do. Um, so I, I get the psychology behind it. It was an interesting tactic. and I, I think it worked a little bit. The running game saw a little bit better productivity today. Uh, they're a little bit banged up. Right now, uh, in that regard, Duke Johnson has a calf or uh, upper leg injury that right. he's dealing with. And uh, Kareem Hunt has been on the sideline for the first four days of the camp with an injury as well. I think he's going to be back sooner than later. No real timetable on when Duke Johnson will be back. But uh, overall, they've done a pretty good job of avoiding the soft tissue injuries. Knock on wood. They've been bringing Jarvis Landry along slowly. Uh, Odell Beckham looks like Odell Beckham and how we would he all expect awesome. him to look. Uh, just, a, just a phenomenal athlete, uh, head and shoulders, one of the best players on offense. Um, Baker's leadership has been on full display. Uh, Miles Garrett's athleticism continues to attract attention and oohs and ahs from both the crowd and the media. Uh, offensive line needs a little bit of work, um, but they're coming along, and they think that uh, with these six weeks before the opener, they'll be able to build some chemistry and also improve their technique. And help that out. Awesome. So you're listening on SB Nation, Dogs by Nature. You could also you watch us live in the recording on twitch.tv slash Live. And Collins21 saying, great job today. Thank you very much, Collins21. Appreciate that. You can subscribe for free using your Amazon Prime account or anybody in the house. Just click on there, gift the sub, get going, click follow, as well as on Twitter at AndyMC81, at Matt Fleurjancic from WKYC Sports in Cleveland. Of course, give our tremendous sponsor, Cleveland Whiskey, a follow on their social media at Cleve Whiskey on Twitter and then Cleveland Whiskey on Facebook and on uh, Instagram. So make sure you're checking them out as well. Uh, Matt, let's get to the poll question here, all right? And we put it out at AndyMC81, and it's not as far as the full season, but in training camp, 
as far as what we're looking for, what we should be expecting. The question out there, who has the most to prove in training camp? So not the whole season, but again, which Browns player or coach has the most to prove in training camp? Is it rookie Greedy Williams? Is it the kickers? We'll get to the kicking competition in a minute. Head coach Freddie Kitchens, first time head coach, or a dark horse, you, you sprung on me, Matt, wide receiver Blake Jackson. So you can vote at AndyMC81 right now. Uh, and if none of the guys are on there, you can pop in the comment section here on twitch.tv slash AndyMacLive or on Twitter at AndyMC81. So Matt, take me through first before you vote, because a lot of people don't know about Blake Jackson, wide receiver. Fill us in a little bit. So uh, maybe this is my small school uh, upbringing coming out at me, but uh, he's a Division three kid yeah. uh, out of Texas, uh, played against Mount Union in the national championship game at the Division three level, uh, former quarterback. He's extremely athletic. He has fantastic hands. He catches nearly everything that comes his way. He's on the smaller side of the wide receiver scale, but he's handling the transition well. And he is going to have a chance to me. If it's not this roster, he's going to be on the NFL roster uh, this season. He has that kind of talent, and he has that kind of passion for the sport of football. Anytime you're trying to go from Division three to the NFL, that's a huge leap. I mean, it's a huge leap to go from high-level Division one uh, to the NFL. But he's trying to make up a few more divisions and try to show that he has something – uh, that could benefit this team, and he's shown out well. I've been impressed really with all the wide receivers. Um, obviously, Landry and Beckham and Calvary are the guys that get the headlines. Yeah, Higgins gets the headlines because of his nickname. But well, he would. everybody to a man has played well, mm-hmm. uh, caught the ball consistently in the drills, uh, made plays with uh, the ball after securing catches down the field, and, and really, overall, the, the receivers get the most amount of praise from me for uh, what has gone on here at camp, and Jackson fits in that mold about as well as anybody. He really has left off the page, uh, and not just because he wears the number 12, and we all remember who wore the number well, 12. He did. Uh, or Josh Gordon, yep. He, he's really put some respect back into that number. And as I said, I, I would be completely stunned if he's not on an NFL roster uh, by, the, uh, by the end of training camp and going into the regular season. I can't say the same thing for either one of the kickers, though. Oh boy. Okay, Matt. Let's let's take a let's take a pause there for a second. All right. I, I gave you I gave you a. I broke you in easy. Right. I told you what I like. I appreciate it. But there is something that I know that you cannot stomach oh, or no. stand, and you're you're fitting to just lose it on the kickers. Ah. Uh, so, so I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this right now. So as I said, I got playing uh, the early edition of Madden 20 for my PS4. I texted you this, Matt. Literally my first move. The game uploads, downloads, all that stuff. The first thing I did was went to franchise mode, went to the Browns depth chart, and usurped Greg Joseph for Austin Sieber in the depth chart. I just like get out of here and going through the process there. So we, we got so the options again, which Browns player or coach has the most approved training camp on Twitter at AndyMC81 is Greedy Williams, the rookie corner, the kickers, 
Freddie Kitchens or wide receiver Blake Jackson? So we went through Blake Jackson. Interesting story there. Matt, the kickers. I've seen online. You were there live. Uh, it sounds like the rookie, the fifth-round pick from this year, isn't having the best day or, or camp overall. Is that is that fair? Yeah, neither one of them had a good day at the office today. Uh, Trevor was one for four uh, in the need to kick, uh, make a field goal to win the game drill uh, at the end of practice. Uh, Greg Joseph got the first crack at kicking and attempting a game winning field goal. He pushed it slightly wide left. Driver wow. comes up, and we're talking probably from 40 yards. So it's not a, exactly a shift shot. I mean, it's got some distance to it. And he didn't just miss the damn thing. He missed the netting behind what? the damn field goal post. I mean, he was so far right. That ball would have been about seven rows deep into the dog pound. How does he so miss that? pushed it way, 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 way far right. I mean, I don't... It wasn't even close. Who is, who is holding? To double the, the width of the upright to be able to make that thing. It was a rough attempt. Oh. Matt, who, who is the holder? Because they had the Scottish Hammer guy hold it uh, in, uh, in OTAs. Yeah, he was the both guys. And I thought he did. He, he, he got the ball down fine, got the laces out. Just a missed kick on both ends. Why do they have this guy on the roster, the Scottish Hammer? I like the nickname. You know, as a wrestling fan, I can appreciate you. Britton Colquitt. We're not. We're not talking about th this guy usurping uh, Colquitt. I hope. We absolutely are. What? Mike Britton pulled us during the off-season program. If that is an open competition. If it wasn't, uh, Jamie Gillen would not be here. Is it wow. Britton Colquitt proving that he can do it in the NFL? But. Britton Colquitt has the his spot on this roster just like everybody does. Okay. They try the best competition as they possibly can to get this team as sharp as they can okay. for when they start the regular season. Britton uh, Colquitt is not a lock. He has to earn his spot. Wow. I, I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. That's fine. You know, I won't earn the spot. I get it. Um, so the kicker's mad. So Joseph missed one. Siebert missed one. Is there... Like, if the season is starting today, is it going to Joseph? Like, where where do you think we're at if it starts yep. today? Or could we be looking at maybe another leg coming in if, if the if we're not satisfied with all with either kicker? Personally, I think it would go to Joseph unless somebody unexpectedly ended up on the market. Uh, Cyber struggled with consistency throughout mm -hmm. the offseason program, and he's done nothing to really quell those concerns wow. through the first Four days of training camp. Now, granted, you got six weeks for the regular season. We got four, uh, a little bit over four weeks before the roster gets cut down from 90 to 53. Maybe he can turn around and ultimately kick well in the in the preseason games, but they need to know that he can do it. Yeah. If he's not able to do it, you know, then he's not going to be employed for very long. Wow. And that's a fifth-round pick. Whew. That would be a disappointment. That would be a big miss by... By Dorsey, but Matt, my God, it, it, you know, we can't go into the season with Greg Joseph. Come on, we can't, can we? Don't do this to me. You no. know, he went 17 and 20 last year. He's a bum. You know what? It's this guy uh, is. This guy's not clutch, Mister July. Way better than his average. Just 85% is way better than his career average was in college. Guy blew it when it counted. <laughs> 
he didn't cost you as many games as Zane Gonzalez oh. and Cody Park. Did. Oh. Now, now I'm really for anybody no. who's new to the show. <laughs> now I'm really turning the screws up on Andy oh. because he has had a kicker problem since Phil Dawson since left the franchise. Since Phil Dawson, and the Browns yeah. have had a kicker problem since Phil Dawson left this franchise. And at the first sign of trouble, bam, I'm he's on to the next. I am. I am on to the next. You <laughs> are dead. Back as a kicker, if you lose one kick, it's done. Don't done. Forget. It. I don't care how many days, it's done. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you, you get, you get yeah, out of it. <laughs> and, and truthfully, because we complained about the kicking so much last year, yeah, I, I had to look at just how effective Greg Joseph actually was for a team that was in the playoff until week 15. But he, my problem with Joseph is, it seemed like any clutch situation. The guy didn't come through, or you were holding your breath like that. We're not talking anything right down Broadway here. Matt was the best kicker since Phil Dawson, Billy Cundiff. I, I was just thinking about that. We that might be where we're at. Like Billy Cundiff might have been the best post Phil Dawson kicker. That's that's terrifying. He was also the best replacement when Phil went down with an injury. Uh, I think it was my first year uh, with the Browns in '09. Oh. Phil had an issue and was down for like three, four weeks. And they brought in Billy Cundiff, who hadn't kicked in the NFL in like a year and a half. And Billy not only handled our job well, but then when we reactivated Phil and we parted ways with Billy Cundiff, he went on and had a job in the league for several more years he after did. that. So, he did. Uh, he, I, I agree that I think he's probably been the most consistent guy that they've had since. Um, Phil uh, left, well, was basically chased out of the organization yeah. by a couple of executives who shall remain nameless mm-hmm. but are unknown to the world. Um, and, yeah, you, you'd like to see one of these guys. In my opinion, it's always better to see somebody win it than not lose a job. Yes. And I'm usually, usually that's been in reference to the quarterbacks. That's not <laughs> the case this year. That's not the problem. No. The problem is, the, and they have to figure that out. We're good because with six, neither baby. one of them had a great day, and neither one of them had a great old season to speak of either. No. I like how you said that. You want one to win it, not not lose it, and that's kind of where we're at. Uh, Matt, before we get to the other two options on which Browns player or coach has the most approved in training camp, on Sunday at training camp, there was a fight. Freddie Kitchens made the whole team run laps, do sprints and all that. Tell us a little bit about what happened. It was Chad Thomas, the um, draft pick by, by Dorsey, couple, uh, not this year, the year before, who didn't really see the field. He was fighting with uh, Pharaoh Brown. Is that right? Tell us what happened. You were there. Yeah, so at the end of a play in full 11 on 11 drills, the whistle blew and the players did not want to stop. The offensive line felt the defense should have let go of the running back. Chad Thomas took exception to that. He and pretty much the whole offensive line were involved at one point. And then Farrell Brown was really the, the end recipient of all of Thomas's rage. Uh, looked like it started to calm down. Chad was still a little upset, uh, but Farrell had walked away at that point. Then Orson Charles, another tight end, gets in the mix. That kind of reignites the whole thing. Oh. Uh, it basically took 
Christian Kirksey bear-hugging and walking away from the fray with Chad Thomas uh, for things to cool down. And at that point, Freddie Kitchens had had enough. He looks at the assistant, tells him, get on the line. Everybody gets on the line. You have your players go to the sideline. And everybody had to run. 106-yard uh, sprints, uh, sideline to sideline is 53 yards, so they had to run 106 yards in sprints three times uh, as punishment. And the, the whole point is we don't practice penalties. We take care of each other. You, you make a penalty in the game, the whole team pays for it. So if you do it in practice, guess what? The whole team has to I like it. I so like it. Team that mentality. Was, that was the huge tone setter because – there were times last year where fights broke out. Mm -hmm. In fact, there was a really good one between Jarvis Landry and Terrence Mitchell that right. a ball being thrown into somebody's face mask, uh, fists flying, you know, all sorts of not smart things to do on the football field when you're punching a helmet. No, uh, never understood that. Flat, uh, molded plastic and metal tends to lose quite often. <laughs> Percentage is not really in your favor. No. Uh, didn't see any of punches thrown towards the helmet region Sheldon Richardson alluded to uh, maybe some jabs to the to the shoulder pads were exchanged just some heavy push but like uh, very emphatic uh, physicality going back and forth but uh, yeah so Freddie made everybody run and Larry Ogunjobi to his credit said look none of us like to do that it's not fun it's kind of annoying but we understand that this is a team game and we have to take care of each other. Then who will? And uh, I thought that was that was a pretty measured response. But I thought Larry was well spoken in the situation. He moved on uh, after the, the gassing. He went back to work and he finished up practice. Uh, and we'll ultimately see if tempers continue to flare or if things start to simmer down a little bit. Well, Matt, I also heard that Chad Thomas flipped off a fan, gave him the, gave him the finger, uh, who told him to hustle more yeah. after all this. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, really, the fans got up on the phone about hustling enough through the, uh, through the training camp session. And as specific to that, uh, those sprints that were for the fight, Right. Um, several defenses were getting hollered at, and a lot of them used colorful language uh, toward the fans. Wow. And Chad Thomas was on the receiving end of it, and he let his displeasure be known on um, one of the five fingers of the uh, <laughs> And it wasn't the that, pinky. That... Uh, to Freddie Kitchens, that was an example of a little too much passion. That's and, immaturity. Uh, very, you know, not, not necessarily the best look. I will say this, though, in defense of the player, not the action. My concern, though, is, okay, if the fans get on you, whatever. But for Chad Thomas to flip the bird, if I'm a coach... That concerns me that he can be gotten to emotionally during a game and take a stupid penalty. That's where my concern comes from. If a, if a fan can get to you at camp, you do that in a game or you freak out, you're costing me 15 yards for an unsportsmanlike, and I can't have that. I think that's going to be a very interesting storyline to follow where Chad Thomas 
falls in this rotation, if at all, for the Browns. I understand, and I can appreciate that. I agree with you. I think if you do it, if you can't handle the criticism and you respond that way, what the hell are you going to do on game day? Well, yeah. I, I don't know that we're going to have to worry about that. If okay. we have another episode like today, I don't think you're going to have to worry about going on game day. He'll be uh he'll 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 get the bootski. Uh, by the way, folks, make sure you vote in our Cleveland Whiskey Twitter poll at andymc81, and follow along on Twitch.tv/andymaclive. You can jump in the chat room there on Twitter at mattflorjancic as well. So we're Cleveland Whiskey at Cleve Whiskey. And by the way, folks, if it's all around Ohio and the U.S., just go to clevelandwhiskey.com. Check out the cocktail recipes. Perfect for the summer. Some of the old fashioned, the rye, the cherry, the underground. My favorite, the hickory wood. Uh, when I'm down there next week, Matt, you know I'm loading up, baby. You know I'm going. I'm going the natural Cleveland whiskey. I'm going the underground. Check out all the flavors. They are spectacular. So that is a nice bonus. But let's get quickly to the other two options of which Browns player or coach has the most improved training camp. Greedy Williams, the kickers, Freddie Kitchens, or Blake Jackson. We've talked about Jackson and the kickers. Greedy Williams, to me, Matt, if you have Denzel Ward on the outside. And you have a, a battle for playing time on the opposite with Terrence Mitchell and Greedy Williams. You are in phenomenal shape. How's Greedy Williams look? Because from what I've seen online, he's, he's making some plays. He's looking pretty quick. It's not going to be much of a battle if the four, first four days of practice is any indication. Okay. Uh, all, due, all due respect to, to Terrence, that's Greedy's job to lose. I, I love that. He's, he's intercepted Baker Mayfield. Wow. He's intercepted Baker Mayfield about the offense to Odell Beckham Jr. The moment's not big for him, and Mitchell's gotten cooked a few times. In fact, I posted a video of Beckham making the circus pump on the sideline in camp, and Terrence was in coverage. So it's uh, not the best look. But uh, in my opinion, Greedy's winning the job. Greedy is playing well, putting his hands on the ball, and he's he's doing things with it. He's clowning interceptions. He's, he's long. getting everything going in a positive direction. Like he's really been very good. I to, love that uh, to this point. Because Matt, we think of it this way: Terrence Mitchell was a starter last year. T.J. Carey was at points as well. You have Greedy Williams come in. Jump over them in the depth chart. My God, look, that secondary is then in phenomenal shape. Denzel Ward, the concussion issues. You then have two NFL quality starters that you work into a rotation, and then the whole safety mix as well. That is excellent news for the secondary. That's that's awesome. Like you, you, you can have some real yeah. depth and some real options there for uh, for that defense. That's that's terrific news. I love that. So okay, so we got yeah, greedy. I, it, it's great. It's greedy's done very well. Excellent. And what about Freddie Kitchens? The last one on the poll question of who has the most improved. I think that example today, at what you mentioned earlier was, hey, if we get a penalty, it hurts the whole team. So if someone makes a mistake, everybody goes really trying to bond them and say, hey, you know what? This isn't an individual thing. Whatever, whoever you are, you are part of this team. It's the whole, if you're not wearing orange and brown, you don't matter. Well, I love that Freddie Kitchens is actually starting to implement that in, in training camp. How have you thought Freddie has handled the media, the players from what you've seen and heard in his first training camp as head coach? 
I thought he's had a good account of himself. Uh, he's even a little bit more uh, excitable, both positively and negatively, than I even thought he would be. During the offseason, very even keel. Mm-hmm. He was the guy I voted for on the floor. I thought he has the most supreme. And he's shown that he's willing to be a leader for this team. And if he's got to praise somebody, like, personalities can a first-time head coach do it I think he's surrounded himself with offensive and defensive coordinators showing he's not egocentric he wants the best product he's confident with himself which is very important to Baker Mayfield and the team at large I voted of course Matt hey the kickers because listen man we got to sort that out that is the biggest thing to me and I hope it's like you said somebody seizes it and takes it and and if that happens to be Greg Joseph I don't care what name it is just make the damn kicks when you need to make it okay but whoever, if it's somebody else on the outside, the kicker position to me is so vital because so help me if that guy or any of them cost me a game with an errant kick, I'm going to lose it. And you know I will. So I, <laughs> I vote for kickers. Leader in the clubhouse is with you. Freddie Kitchens at 50%. Kickers at 32. Greedy Williams at 14. And Blake Jackson at 5. You can vote at AndyMC81 on the at Cleve Whiskey, uh, Cleveland Whiskey Twitter poll there. Uh, Matt, final thoughts for the uh, for the training camp. We're gonna do a grilling. Uh, we'll have to call it like the, the grilling with Florjancic or something at uh, at your place on Saturday for a live Twitch version. Right? Hey, listen, man. We're, we're gonna be zooming in on the hot dogs and burgers. We're gonna learn the. You know, we're gonna see you grill, baby. We talk some Browns football on. Uh, that'll be this upcoming Saturday. But yeah, a quick a quick second of final thoughts on on this camp as the Browns head into uh, the next week of camp. Good first start. Uh, they have one more practice tomorrow before their first off day. Um, so putting a ball in this first week has been, been a good bunch of work. I think guys have started to show out a little bit. Okay. But uh, as with everything, there's a reason why they're six weeks to talk before you put a game for real. And I think we're going to have to see over these next six weeks just how this team comes together. Yeah. Yeah, and put it all together. All right, well, that'll do it, folks, for the Doghouse. Make sure, again, check out our great sponsor, ClevelandWhiskey.com. If you're not in Cleveland or in the Ohio area, they sell all over the place. Check out for a, a liquor store or distributor near you to get yourself some Cleveland whiskey. From Matt Florjancic, I'm Andy McNamara. You've been listening to the Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns.